You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Well, big show planned. We uh, get deep into Monterey and the run groups and some of the cool cars and my run groups and some of the cool drivers and the Interscope 935. Yeah. Oh, big group. Big group. Talk about uh, a lot of fun stuff coming up uh, over the weekend. First, Continental OE Technology Series. You can find weird things in your car. Sure. People yeah. found petrified French fries and crayons and... Uh, one of them you could eat. Bizarre <laughs> trinkets, stuff that makes you wonder about folks. But you'll also find Continental belts. Bet you didn't know they're OE on millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, BMW, VW, and GM vehicles. Continental is launching the aftermarket multi-V belt with OE pedigree. It's their OE technology series. So, yeah. These are the serpentine belts. Every car's got it now. That's how I run to the mailbox every morning. Serpentine. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of crazies out there. Fanatically engineered for a perfect fit from the uh, function and form. Uh, 98% of vehicles on the road in the U.S. and Canada are using these uh, bad boys. So uh, good enough for you. Continental OE Technology Series. Multi-V belt. The belt with the OE pedigree. Get the full story at oetechnologyseries.com. to get on the trip, but going to get it on. And welcome to CarCast, Matt Pearl's Matt, the motorator, Andrea over there. Hello. Woo. All right, let's wrap this up. All right, yeah. <laughs> we got to go. We're trying to get to Laguna Seca. Uh, this is the big uh, car weekend. Uh, we got the 935 out there. Hopefully, we have our suspension situation taken care of. We've worked yeah. out a few other things. Uh, it's going to be big. I assume because it gets a little bigger every year this year's no different i can't uh i can't imagine what the numbers are going to come in at i i don't think you know there are all these events that go on during the week they're all sort of limited what you can get into uh but the track just seems to be kind of open the whole time you can buy tickets so you know it could be eighty thousand, then it goes to eighty five thousand, then ninety thousand, and I wouldn't surprise me if there's over a hundred thousand people over the course of the weekend, the big weekend. Yeah, we have uh so much and uh the track um I'll go off of memory and you we don't need the exact time because you guys can figure it out. But uh my run group is like um see as you hear friday we go off at like 10 40 or 10 35 or 10 25 yeah. or somewhere like and the reason i'm rounding out is uh you shouldn't be trying to cut it within five minutes if right 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 if you want to come say hi come say hi at uh 11 o'clock or if you want to go watch your going to go watch a race being be be where you need to be at 10 15 and uh yeah check some yeah. tweets besides you're you're not going to miss anything you're going to see other cool stuff going on yeah you're, you're, not, run group you're not going to miss time. you're not going to miss anything and then uh saturday it's uh 10 35 and then 350s the uh the race they're both races once it's kind of called the feature race or something i i don't know the bottom cup i think is the, the, the bottom one the bottom yeah. cup so but technically is the qualifying friday morning everything session? Everything is qualifying. Everything is qualifying. They don't yeah. say it's qualifying. They call it practice, but 
it's qualifying. Everything is qualifying. Yeah. You get a number and you'll get lined up. Now, the when you go out on Thursday, that's the first time they just that's the only time they let you just scatter shot however you show up. Yeah. You go out onto the track. Right, on Thursday. After that, yeah, yeah. they're going to start looking at times. Or after that, they're going to start lining you up by by times. Right. And, you know, my sincere hope is my group five, uh, A5, um, I don't know why it says, well, yeah. 5A? 5A, whatever. People can do the math. Um, it's a lot of 935s and decon Monzas and RSR stuff and turbo this and turbo that and, you know, Greenwood Corvettes and, and that kind of stuff. Um so it's a bunch of guys who want to go fast. Like, yeah. you don't drive. You ever see one of those Greenwood Corvettes, like a 79 Greenwood Corvette? Right. Uh, it's scary when you, when, you, yeah. when you stand next to it. And if, any, if anyone ever starts one of those big block <laughs> Corvettes and you're just standing next to it, you're going to jump, right? Oh, yeah. So it's like, um, it's, a, it's, it's a scary car, a, a Greenwood Corvette. It's a big engine and big slicks and big pipes and big everything. And the guy who's attracted to that car, as a matter of fact, I'm looking down at my run sheet and Eric Rodier, I guess, owns two Greenwood Corvettes, <laughs> but he's got Jim Apla and, and John Jordan Taylor to drive. So now here's what you got. You have a crazy car, right? And then you've hired two mercenaries to drive your crazy car, right? Yeah. These are ostensibly are not family members or neighbors. This is a guy named Eric who owns two Greenwood Corvettes, a 76 and a 79. He's deemed it probably too much car for him to drive, but he's given it to, to two guys who haven't. Right. And so that car will be trying to go fast yes. around that track. Yeah. And which is fine. Everyone should want to go fast. Here's yeah, the, if you're the car owner, you get you get the ringers. You don't you don't you don't show up with the amateur going, "Hey, you should give this a shot." <laughs> right. Go ahead. Yeah. So everyone everyone who's got a somebody driving their car is somebody who's the person who's driving their car. Well, we just talked to Patrick Long, you know, a uh, Porsche factory driver. He says he's driving six cars over the weekend. So <laughs> yeah. you put Patrick Long in your 935 and you let him drive it. Right. And then he goes fast. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm okay. not Patrick Long. Now, the, the point is, I don't mind people out driving their car. What I do mind is when we can't get through practice without being red flagged. Right. So what I want to do is go out, get a little heat going in the car, in the engine, and get a little heat going in the tires, get a kind of two laps, three laps at six, seven tenths, and then I want to try to get to the fourth or fifth lap and see if I can put a time down that's going to be respectable to get me into the middle or first third of the back of the first third of the 50 cars that are out there when we go out on Friday. Yeah. The problem is, is 
you go out and guy in Greenwood Cor- Corvette and guy in Decon Monza get into it on the second lap. Right. They don't have the same practice strategy that you have. <laughs> well, I don't know why we're not doing anything. Yeah. There's no we're, we're not racing. They're they're racing each other, which is yeah. fine, but get a little clean air and see if you can lay down a good time. Yeah. I bet every one of these guys goes out there going, "Oh, it's just practice." I'm I'm 60 70% and 90% of those guys, 99% of those guys, 3 laps in are just they're just going full bore. Well, the funny the thing you know what's at seventy percent is is their competitive attitude. They're like, oh, I'm just driving. I'm just driving. Well, the <laughs> the the thing about it is, on Thursday, you have to just lay down a decent time so you can be lined up in a decent order on Friday morning without a bunch of slow guys in front of you. Yeah. Now, if you break on Thursday, then you're going to end up in the back. Mm-hmm. But if we if we black flag the race two laps in, I don't know if you've been able to lay down a time yet. Yeah. You've not, the order is going to be all up whack. You haven't put any heat in your tires yet. And, so, it, and it hasn't given a chance for the run group to settle, like settle in the order that you're talking about. You know, where the fast guys work their way to the front <laughs> and there's no settling. So then it becomes kind of a mess So usually. The next day. These guys just go out there, and uh, we I get in two and a half laps, and then they bring everyone in, and then they yell at everybody. Yeah. And, and I'm just kind of saying to those guys, could we – look, if your tires are cold and you skid off the track, God bless you. But, I mean, if you're getting into it with another guy on Thursday, please. Yeah. Please, let's just think of the, think of the children. You know what I mean? Here's an interesting thing as yeah. I'm looking at my 5A run group. We know the guy – who bought WeatherTech, the guy who owns WeatherTech, yeah. who bought the track, who is now, it's the WeatherTech Laguna Seca yeah. Raceway. We know that guy is the guy who allegedly paid about 80 million bucks for a Ferrari GTO, right? Yeah. And then he, didn't he just like drive it and park it in front of the hotel, Portola? Something like that. <laughs> um, well, I don't think he bought it at auction. But he did no. But he but bought, he bought it, it and brought it, right. it like the next year and just drove it around. That dude who we should be looking for. <laughs> Tom, I'm going to kiss some ass. Yeah, um, I love WeatherTech. At, at the bottom of the at the bottom of <laughs> of our run group, it says it says group and it says five A, and then it then it says entrant and it says LLC WeatherTech Racing, and then next to it it says 1980 Porsche 935. And then it says Cooper McNeil. So yeah. this WeatherTech guy may have bought a 935 as well. Yeah. And then that's the guy. That's the main guy. Cooper McNeil? I, I believe so. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, it's weird that Chris his could name. Chris probably look it up. I, I see if it Cooper sounds, McNeil is the main. Sounds, no, you're th- David McNeil. David McNeil. Oh, is his son driving it? Could be, could be Cooper, Grandpa. It's spelled the same way, so who knows? I'm, I'm, I'm looking. Oh, oh, yeah, it's a little fishing around. Remember when your dad bought you that? Oh, did he get your RSR or <laughs> yeah, 935? Oh, I got the ni- no, not the 935. That's too. Dad bought me an RSR. Yeah, I got screwed. My dad got me the 924 Club <laughs> car. I mean, it, it was it was quick, but yeah. it wasn't 935 quick. But anyway, he bought it for me. He pulled his GTO out in front of the yeah. club, and then I, I drove nice. it over at the track that he put our company name on. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Cooper's his son. Cooper's the son. Is his son 
into race? Well, you got to be able to into some kind of racing, otherwise you wouldn't yeah, drive that car. His son's Wikipedia is uh, Cooper McNeil is an American-born race car driver. Is he like twenty-four? or Is he fifty? See, He's this is twenty-six. This is All another right. one of those things. See, get a fast car, put a fast kid in it who's a professional racer, and one more yeah. nine thirty-five in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Has but he look, turned? Uh, see if you see if he's turned that track in that car. I'm curious what 9:35 it is because you know it's not yeah. like it's the WeatherTech 9:35. You gotta find a 9:35. Yeah, yeah. And well, put 1980. You Thank know, you. That narrows yeah. it down to all. But 9:35. I mean, because it doesn't say 9:35 K. Um, interesting. All right, let me. Uh, you can you can look that up. Anyway, he's we're in 24 Hours of Le Mans and Sebring as well. All right, slow poke. I'm going to have to be. I, should I flash in my high beams when yeah, I'm trying get to get out by of the him? way? <laughs> I'm sure. Formats are weighing you, weighing you down. I, I'm sure that car's been prepped nicely for <laughs> the track dad owns. <laughs> so that guy will be well, moving pretty good. Well, maybe dad just sponsors the track yeah. for 10 years. Um, yeah, <laughs> I want to find that car. Be curious to see that car. Now, we'll, we'll, Bill, Bill we'll, Warner is in the run group with his TR8. I love that car. It's a fun yeah. car. Yeah, we like all right, so you guys can uh, go out to the track, go find us. I don't know where we are yet, but we're there, and uh, I've given you the run times. You can uh, come on out to the theater, the Golden State Theater. That'll be tomorrow night. That's Saturday night. Matt will be there. Yeah. I think uh, Chris Morgan's going to come by from Fast and Furious fame. Adam mm-hmm. Ray's going to be there pulling pulling the balls and doing some stand-up. First, I'll tell you about the Manscaped. That's right. Support for CarCast comes from Manscaped. Um, Number one in men's below-the-belt grooming, precision-engineered tool for the family jewels, everybody. Manscaping. Accidents are finally a thing of the past. Because back in the day, there's a little touch-and-go down there back in the day. (laughs) Be very careful. Manscaped redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology. I use it. I do a little grooming. Yeah, that's 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 what you for do for everyone. You know. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, do the grooming. Uh, not so much. I mean, there's there's the visual part of the grooming, but there's also the keep in the funkify. Yeah, uh, part of grooming down there. So no nicks, no snags on the nut sacks. Don't use the same trimmer you use on your face. Yeah, think about it. That's uh, be like using uh, toilet paper after you're done to blow your nose. We're not into that. That's nasty. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code CARCAST at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping. Manscaped.com. I'm cruising through the list. Code CARCAST. Yeah. Cruising through the list on uh, this run group and like six decon Monzas in there. Just a ton of Porsches, the RSRs, the 935s, a couple of... You know, a nice handful of the BMW CSLs, and you know we got uh, we got a 240Z, we got a 280ZX in there. We've you know it's a good group. It's a pretty spread out group, but you can kind of run down the cars and you, just knowing the car, you'd be like, all right, we know who's running in the front. We know he's kind of in the middle. He's who's kind of in the back of the pack. But I don't know. Is it is it just me or is this always like the largest run group? It feels like it. I mean. I, they pretty much cap the groups. Uh, you know, it's like they go, oh, we don't want more than 40 cars out there. And then they go, okay, 45. And like, oh, 50, so be it, you yeah, know. But yeah. that's that's a lot of cars. And it, you're right that when you're talking about getting out there for the practice, like that Thursday, Friday is when all the cars are out. And then 
if one or two breaks or three or four doesn't make it or whatever, that's it's usually a few less uh, uh, in the group. But I don't know. Like, I think we were doing the math last year and something like 48 cars entered and then come race day, there was still like 47, 45 in the race. Like almost everybody made it out there. Yeah, I know. I think, uh, I don't know. Why don't you count them? And I'll tell people about uh, the racer. Max Zapata might be able to count them. I don't know if he has it in front of him. I'm looking just by eyeballing the entire schedule. You guys are the second biggest group. The biggest one I'm seeing is Formula Ford Group 3B. Really? Yeah. But to be fair, in the footprint of one of those Greenwood Corvettes or Decon Monza, you could fit two and a half Formula Fords. You know what I mean? Like it, those Formula Fords are narrow and thin. They're kind of cigar tubes, you know, which is good. It's like a, a angry hive of bees, you know. But yeah, and I got fifty cars in this group. The Greenwood Corvette, when you see that thing, it takes up a lot of room. Oh yeah, and, and the Mons is the Decom Mons is the big. Big car. It seems like it got a lot of body work on it. Kind of stretched out, right? right. Like similar to the Corvettes. Big, yeah. They're so, so, big we, so they got more cars, but we got more volume for sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, surface area. We went out to uh, the race simulator at base fifty one. Uh, did some went around Laguna Seca with Patrick Long. Was nice enough to come by and give me some tips and some pointers over there about how to get around the track because uh, Patrick, well, he's a professional uh, driver and he's a, also a super nice guy. He really is a good guy and he he went out of his way to, to shift his schedule around to come out there. Base 51, these guys that run it, they make the big simulators and then they have this place, which is, you know, there's a bar and there's a restaurant, there's a bunch of gaming stations, simulator stations, and then they have sort of the back room where you can get the one-on-one instruction and the guy can talk to you through the headphones and change the temperature of the room and intensity of the car and, and all kinds of cool stuff and, and different programs. You can go in there with with an instructor for four hours or eight hours and and pay for that. You can do like a – he was saying there's like a subscription program. It's like going to the gym. You want to go in there once a week, once a month. Get some seat time. It's a cool service. You, you cool know what idea. It, it's like some of those guys. I don't know the names because I'm not into golfing, but they have these golfing driving ranges. Yeah. where it's like you can go in there, hit a few buckets of balls, work on your work on your wedge, or work on your driver, work on your nine iron, or something, and then you just go have a few beers and have a Diablo sandwich, and then <laughs> go back out and hit another bucket of balls. Like yeah. it's this part of this thing where it's like. People want to practice their uh, their driving skills and yeah. heel toe, and they want to learn Road Atlanta or Laguna Seca, but then they want to go out and have a sandwich and a beer too, and they don't <laughs> they want to have to get in the car and leave. You right. know, they just kind of do everything under one roof. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's a cool vibes, cool place, and you know, I would say to anybody who's thinking about going out and doing Sears Point or Sonoma or Finian or whatever the hell we're calling that track these days. That's <laughs> yeah. a that's a uh, technical Sonoma. track, and like the first time I went there, I just went so slow. I was just all I was doing is trying to learn the track. I wasn't even racing. I was just trying to figure out what was next. Yeah, and it's a little bit of a waste of your time, you know, because you you go out to race, but you don't <laughs> really know the track that well, and 
it, the learning curve is, yeah. is steep, but everyone else is out there racing, and you're out there trying to figure out where what if you're turning I, right or left. And I I would say hit that hit that simulator, right? You yeah. do you do two hours on that simulator, and now you're now look whether you're working on technique or not, hit that simulator for two hours. You now know the track, right? You can then go to the track and hit that apex and and work yeah. on trail braking That's or things. whatever. And now you're focusing on practice the driving on that track and a little less where the hell am I going? Mm-hmm. And I haven't driven on Sonoma, but I've been out there uh, in a couple of different ride-alongs and stuff for the Ferrari Challenge guys, and it's there's there's a lot going on out there, and there's some bumpy areas and and all kinds of stuff. So it's uh, the simulator is definitely a huge help. Yeah, agreed. Know? Um, is yeah. our friend, I see in a 1973 Porsche 911 RSR with, uh, Albert Arciero. And I think, is that our maniac friend? That's the guy. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> got to figure out a way to now. So what we got to do is lay down a, a decent, get in lap number six on Thursday, get to lay down a decent time and get a couple slots ahead of that guy. So I don't have to deal with his crazy ass <laughs> sawing away at the wheel. Bobbing make, and weaving. Bobbing and weaving. He's a, um, um, yeah, let me tell you guys about... Uh, what is, I will, what is the yeah. weather tech 935? What is, which 935 yeah. is Ooh, that? I don't... Uh, what's Cooper McNeil's 935? Or, I don't... Or, yeah, Dan I, McNeil's nine thirty. I don't. There's no. Do we know? We. I mean, we're not going to. If you show me a picture of a nine thirty five, I'm not going to go. I've never seen that car in my life. I'm going to go. Oh, it's the Coca Cola one, right? Or something. Momo or something. Or, yeah, yeah, or even the Molly Lube or whatever it is. Yeah. Sorry, go uh, ahead. Liquid yeah, Molly I'll, or whatever. Go tell ahead. you guys about Brembo sixty mm. to zero. That's kind of the number we need to be paying attention to, especially on race day. By the way, mm. Brembo has been stopping champions on the track as well as drivers like you and me on the street for over fifty years. Brembo, the world leader in braking systems, has now made replacing brake pads on your everyday vehicle even easier. For domestic, Asian, and European models, from subcompact cars to full-size pickups, BremboStoreUSA.com is the place to go to buy genuine Brembo OE-equivalent replacement brake components. You don't have to have Brembos on your car. like It doesn't need to come factory with Brembo brakes. But if you just want Brembo replacements, the brake pads, the rotors, you can put them on pretty much any car. Whether you have uh, UV-coated disc brakes, low-dust premium ceramic brake pads, or high temperature brake fluid, go to BremboStoreUSA.com now. Yeah. I used to it used to be a big deal to retrofit those things onto your car. Yeah. Like I try to get it on your M three or something and they're like, yeah. Oh, we gotta make new brackets. we gotta, we gotta fabricate brackets, brackets and whatever. Stuff, yeah. Now they now they like, have it all. You you can run your stock calipers and stuff. You just want to use their pads and use their rotors, pads. just do right. it. Just go to BremboStoreUSA.com. And uh, if you use CarCast 10, you get 10% off your first purchase, and you guys can help achieve that 60 to 0 braking you deserve and expect from Brembo. So it's car- it's BremboStoreUSA.com, code CarCast10 for 10% off. He's driving the um, the Interscope car? Interscope. Wow. Interscope did a lot of 935s. Um, they always know them because they're black with like a, pink, orange, purpley stripe. They're mostly black. They always had either the number zero or double zero or like zero, zero, one. Um, if you want to know, 
Yeah. The, the biggest looking car. I don't love the black one as much as. I think the Interscope car looks good. I think the Zero bumps you. You're not a sports guy, Matt. Yeah? Yeah. Um, (laughs) But Max Apata, you're a sports guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. For basketball, it doesn't bother me that much. And for baseball, it doesn't bother me that much. But in football, when you get a bad number... Kind of screws your uniform up. Like yeah. there's always the guard that gets number sixty nine and just always looks <laughs> kind of stupid. Their numbers that just look stupid, like sixty three. Con- conversely, if you're number nine or number eleven, like you look better in your uniform. It's aesthetically uh, pleasing. That's, just the numbers, the lines. This one's just all right. So what is it? Does it need some symmetry, or like if you have two numbers, they need like an equal amount of surface area? Well, like eighty one is bad, right? Because it, it, it's an you, eight. And then a one well, there's me. Okay, hold on. <laughs> there's two facets here. There's an emotional compa- a, com- compartment component. here, or, or part of component. it. Component. Sorry, there's emotional component, which is zero. You're a zero. You know what I mean? You're yeah, big yeah, fat yeah. zero. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then there's a kind of oh, I grew up and Lynn Swan was a great for the for the Steelers. They won Super Bowl. He wore 88, so 88's a cool number in my head. Yeah, you know your favorite baller, LeBron James. You know to all the kids, that's a cool number when they're playing their pee wee basketball. They want to get LeBron James's number. Okay, you know, there's, yeah. there's like there's that, and then there's just also an aesthetic. And so like on a race car, you know Newman's 88. Looks good. What is 88, isn't it? 33. 33 turned to 88. You can yeah. change it. 33 looks good. 88 looks good. Like those kinds of numbers look good. Yeah. Zero just looks weird. Right. And I, w- and I think they just did it, A, is probably a joke, and then B, no one else had, would put zero on their car. <laughs> but it always looks a little funny uh, to on me. On the car, it doesn't really look like a number. It just That's, looks like a giant letter, like right. a letter O. Like, is right. it an Oakley car? Like, it's what's going shape. on? Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. right. So, uh, but they're fast. Also, the zero is not in a meatball, because then it would just look like the Target symbol. Right. Like, you know, like the, right. like the Target store. <laughs> I had, uh, but to, 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 to be fair, the greatest bonding exchange and moment I've ever had with Lynette was not over the when the twins were born or when we bought our first house or anything like that, it's when she was uh, watching the, oh God, the untouched, not the untouchables. What was the, what was the Dr. Trey, Jimmy Iovine, the, God, there was, uh, there was that, they, they did that whole music series and it wasn't the, um, it had a name, the Defiant Ones, the Defiant Ones. It's always confusing because the Defiant Ones was a movie from like the 60s or a TV series from like the 60s. So it's, it's always weird when they pick a name of something yeah. that are, they already did one of. Okay. The Defiant Ones, Max Zapata, were a TV show from the 60s, like cop drama kind of thing, yeah. or or a movie. I can't, I can't remember. Why was Charles Bronson popping in my it was head? Like, it was one of those kinds of movies, and it was a big release, you know? So it was like okay. they named their music, their rap music series, the Defiant Ones, which is weird because they already named that. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. She was... Um, if everyone's sitting down, she was laying on top of the bed watching TV during the day, <laughs> watching the Defiant Ones. Oh, okay. And I walked in, 
and it was like so and so producer from so and so owned the record owned owned Interscope you know records and he also liked to race cars and I went <laughs> hey that's the Interscope uh, nine thirty five yeah I've raced with that car and Lynette went huh. And then I left the room. <laughs> and that was like our greatest moment. Oh, that like, was lovely. Oh, man. You were just on cloud nine oh, for the rest God. of the day. <laughs> the Defiant Ones, 1958, was a film. Who was in it? Try to figure out what was it about. See, anyway. Tony Curtis, mm. Oscar-nominated Best Actor. Sidney Poitier. Poitier? Poitier. Poitier. Yeah. Best Actor nomination as well. Okay. Huh. Okay. So no well, Charles Bronson, huh? But the point is, is it's it's a movie. <laughs> should have been in it. It's a movie that was big enough where both the leads were nominated for an Academy Award. Yeah, I'm saying pick a new title. Okay, all right, <laughs> Castrol Edge. Yeah, packed up that Castrol Edge and took it with us up north. You better believe it, Castrol Edge with fluid titanium transforms under pressure. Keep the metal parts from robbing and rubbing. Three times. Three times, fool. <laughs> Stronger than leading full synthetic against viscosity breakdown. It is the best. It is. Castrol Edge and Edge Formula always exceeds the toughest industry standards, and they have a new and improved formula as well. Yeah. So let's get ourselves some full synthetic. Let's get Castrol Edge. We're driving the uh, Lincoln Continental Black Label out Ooh, there. Lincoln Navigator. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my Lincoln bad. Navigator. Oh, I, I know, yeah, I know yeah, it's yeah. a Navigator. I yeah. literally... Lincoln Navigator Black I, Label. This thing is... I, oh, I just went full Ron Burgundy there. <laughs> yeah, you did. I went full Ron Burgundy <laughs> because nobody knows that's a Navigator more than... A, well, I'll put it this way. Nobody knows that's not a Continental more than yeah, this guy. Yeah. I've been picked up in a hey. 200,000 black Continentals from a 200,000 airports. I went full Ron Burgundy. I just read... Chris what, types Chris in front right of you. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, navigator. Yeah, that yeah. is nice. That's a nice oh, piece. Oh, man. This thing's... Uh, it's It's got the super like 30-way adjustable seats, heated and uh, cooled massaging seats uh by the way sound systems 20 speakers it's fantastic i've been driving around for a couple days you know breaking it in. let me let me uh let me posit this thought yeah here's one of those here's how you know you're getting old a couple ways somebody says let's go swimming Mm-hmm. And you go, all right, let me get my swim shirt, my floppy hat, my booties. Like you start getting dressed <laughs> to go in the pool. Yeah. You used to get undressed to go in the pool. Like, Woo, made my underwear. Now it's like, all right, let me get dressed. We'll go in the pool. <laughs> That's one thing I've noticed in getting old. Like, all right, well, let me gear up yeah. and then we'll go into the pool. The other one is starting to care more about the interior of the car than the exterior of the car it used to be look at that shape oh, oh yeah. it's a sexy yeah. lady you know and then the interior suck but like who cares look at the look at those fenders mm-hmm. and the swerves and the curves the older i get the more i'm like i want the seats to have cooling and i want the oh, sound yeah. system to be right i want the ergonomics to work like i'm all, i went from the exterior of the car every year that passed i got a little closer to the interior and yeah. now I'm all just oh, inside the I, car. I'll even go one step further. When you get into the technology, we're walking up the hill to the parking lot at uh, at at the racetrack, 
and we're like, oh, are we close enough to hit that remote start? Because I want the air going on before I even get there. The seat's <laughs> blowing cold air. Yeah, you the can air's the, blowing cold air. You can air. leave those seat coolers on, and by the time you get up there, you don't have to sit on the hot. And plus, this got the, the white, the cream interior, so it's not super hot. Yes. Oh, it's it's perfect road trip car. Perfect. Sonny <laughs> uh, has announced he's selling merch at the uh, Golden State Theater after oh, the show uh, tomorrow night, by the way. I'm... Yeah. Uh, I'm puzzled. I know uh, you've brought it up. A couple of people, I've had a couple of people bring it up where they went, uh, hey, uh, your, uh, your talk with Spike Ferriston, I always, I always want to say Spike Ferriston. It's Ferriston. But it's Ferriston. Yeah. It's just one of those things that once in my brain, I don't know if you're this way, if I meet someone named uh, Andrea, yeah. And I go, hey, Andrea. And she goes, Andrea. Yeah. For the next 2,000 times I talk to her, I'll screw it up. Because right <laughs> when I'm talking to her, I'll toggle back and forth and I'll pick the wrong one. Like, yeah. I, I somehow yeah, in my yeah. head. Okay. I, I, I'm a, like a three-time, like, I got to hear it three times. I get, like, three introductions, and then I'm, I'm good forever. But I kind of need that three. Here's where I'm screwed up. I know it's Spike Ferriston. Yeah. But I then think, right before I say it, oh, you always get this wrong. <laughs> then I go and yeah. make myself wrong. So, uh, Spike Ferriston, we're doing our talk. I don't know how many people are going to be there, but I've, I've had a few people go, oh, you're sold out, and it sold out first. It sold out before Leno's or Patrick Dempsey's, and I'm like, ooh, that's cool, for a moment, and then my next thought is like, what's up? They're playing a bigger venue, <laughs> or <laughs> theirs is at a time when everyone else is at the track, or like, I, I'm trying to think yeah. of what the well, excuse is. I mean, you don't really want to know. I know. I know <laughs> there's something. Why yeah. wouldn't Leno's... I mean, why wouldn't I, both those guys sell like out? I have, before a, me? I have a pretty good idea, but well, I want to hear it. All right, uh, ticket prices. Oh, ticket prices. They were charging like eighty five dollars for for Leno or something like that, and uh huh. Half for and how much are we so, paying them to I, see me? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't want to know how much I can afford. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, twelve dollars. I'm maxed out. Everybody comes in. So, oh, my tickets are I don't know forty, thirty five, something like that. Who they're like, selling tickets? Yeah, who getting the money? I don't know. <laughs> the hell? That's, a, yeah, that's the other thing I didn't want to bring up. Oh, okay, <laughs> Jesus Christ, who's getting the money? But actually, because we were talking, and you made a good, you made a good point. Well, I'm going to tell you guys about Geico, but you made a good point about why Rolex Historics, like this whole thing, is a cash cow, right? Mm-hmm. Like why this is the greatest event in the world as far as business plans are concerned, but. Uh, uh, Geico, you know, we got to load up on a Geico because uh, huge road trip. Yeah, everybody's got a to do list. You've heard us say it before. You drop off your dry cleaning, you pick up some milk. Now you can save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. You can add that to your list. You don't have to drop off or pick up anything. You just go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to do you can do today. Go to Geico.com. Yeah, Dempsey's 85 bucks. If. Mm. Dempsey. Mm. He's worth eighty one fifty For Corolla, that we just put a plastic pumpkin in front with dollar <laughs> bills in it, and you just reach in and well, get a handful before you walk in. That guy the rings theater. the bell out front and yeah. just yells, donations, donations. 
<laughs> oh, it's good. Well, look, clarity. That's what I'm looking for. Max Pata, I'm looking for clarity on your people's side. I'm looking for clarity for myself. Yeah. I was not going to mention any of this. I was just going to go through the whole thing. Listen, I look. And then you got in your head on this. People get pissed off at me. People get pissed <laughs> off at me because I see them doing something they don't do. You know what I mean? Like I see them, you come home and the guy's washing his car. It's like you've never seen him wash his car and you've told him to wash his car like 30 times. Now he's washing his car and you go, why are you washing your car? And he goes, nope, nothing. It was dirty. And you go, why are you washing your car? And he goes, I got date tonight with Connie Francis. And you're like, okay, now at least now I know. Yeah. So when somebody tweets me and says, hey, your show sold out and Dempsey's and Leno's haven't momentarily, like when the guy's washing his car, he's washing his car, momentarily, I think, good, he's washing his car. But then I go, wait a minute. It was like when Lynette was like, uh, when you said Interscope 935, you're on cloud nine for like a moment. For a moment, and then I come back to reality, which is, no way, something's different. It's, <laughs> now, I didn't even think of the price. I thought of like the time, like yeah. maybe mine is during a lull in the action, and theirs is during a big auction night, or everything's going off at the track, right, yeah. or Whatever. How much was my ticket? I don't know. They're not. It doesn't say because they're all sold out. Because it's sold out. Oh. We'll never know. How much? Uh, how big is the venue? Do we know? Oh, we'll try I think to the venues out. are all the same, though. I think they're all at the Spanish Bay. The in, in at Spanish Bay. I think they're all the same room, and they cycle through them and That's whatever. Because right. I don't think there's. Mm. I don't think there's any two going on simultaneously. So they just keep doing right. that. Yeah. All right, so uh, come on out, find us, say hi, and then uh, stay prepped. We're going to give you some stuff. I think, what what do we put it up on? Pluto and Chassis and that kind of stuff? Yeah, and, and YouTube and... Yeah, you know, we'll, 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 we'll keep you guys caught up. Is there a couple tickets left to Unprepared? So as you're listening to this tomorrow night, you yeah. can go? Yeah. yeah. Come on out, say hi, we'll all be there. Uh, you did your work? All right, so till next time. It's Matt. Sorry, Adam from at the Motorator, DeAndrea saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com.